Well, good morning and um, welcome to our short time around God's word. Let's just pray before we have a look at what God has to say to us through it. Our Father, we thank you again for this opportunity we have to gather together for these few moments as we listen to your word. And our Father, we just thank you for those of us who know you and trust in you, that we can have that assurance of you being with us through these troubled times this time of the coronavirus. And our Father, if there's anybody listening this morning, we pray that through the reading of your word, their eyes will be opened, that they will see their need, and that they will know the the joy that they can have and that assurance that they can have in knowing who you are. Our Father, we come to you this morning and we come in the name of our Saviour, Jesus as we ask these blessings upon us, in his name we come. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, this morning we're going to have a look at two Proverbs. Proverbs uh, chapter 10, verse 26 and verse 27. Uh, have you have ever had those things that you really can't stand? They do what we call, they go through you. For example, chalk on the blackboard. Ah, I can see you squirming now. Or a knife scraping in the bottom of a pan. For me, it's a strange one. It's the feel of a wooden lolly ice stick. When I have a lolly ice, I have to take the paper and wrap it round the stick and make sure that when I come to the end of the lolly ice, that I don't lick the stick because that just sets my teeth on edge it goes right through me it's immediate an immediate reaction of repulsion and a desire for the annoyance to end and go away i'm sure we've all had those experiences solomon also did and he uses one of these as an example this is what he says in verse 26 as vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so are the sluggards to those who send them. This is Solomon speaking from experience. He's going to use this as an illustration to teach us about deeper things. But here Solomon has used this illustration as an example of his reaction to the things that upset him. And on this occasion, it could have been a person. Someone who has not lived up to their expectations, who has not bothered to listen to the things that he says or do the things that he asks them to do. And we don't know the real circumstances, but it could have been someone like that. Someone who'd been recommended to him, who on arrival turned out to be lazy and of no use, thus bringing shame on themselves and to the one who recommended them their misplaced efforts or their lack of efforts have come to nothing and have annoyed Solomon like vinegar on his teeth or smoke in his eyes. The next proverb in verse 27 is in contrast to this. He says, The fear of the Lord adds length to life, but the years of the wicked are cut short. The one who has respect and fulfills their responsibility it appears they keep their position while those who don't are removed. In that first, uh, that second 
So, uh, when, <laughs> let me say that again. In that second proverb, the phrase, the fear of the Lord, tells us that Solomon is really using these illustrations to teach us deeper things. Who are those who fear the Lord? They are those who have God in his rightful place in their lives and who've accepted his gift of acceptance and forgiveness. In our case, those through Jesus. And we receive from him the gift of eternal life. And that is eternal life with him, even if we die tomorrow. Because we have that extended life, that eternal life with him. As Christians, we have so much to be thankful to God for. So let us through these difficult days of Corona stay alert to the gospel and bring praise to God and bring encouragement to each other as we stay strong in him and faithful in him and faithful to each other. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus in Matthew's gospel as he spoke to those who thought they had earned the right to be part of his kingdom and had earned a right to that eternal life. In Matthew 21, verse 28 to 31, Jesus says this to these people. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. And he answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did what the father wanted? The first they answered. This is the question that Jesus asked of those who were the so-called religious leaders of his day. Well, who then are the true believers? Well, he uses this parable to say those who have, even if at times they have, only just thought about what they've been asked to do and not actually done it, but eventually they did what was requested of them. They are the true believers. Those who say they will and don't are not. And in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Jesus said this. He said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. So the true believer is the one who eventually comes to Jesus as the penitent sinner who seeks forgiveness and receives acceptance of God. We all have to make that decision. Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So don't be the one who falls short and stays short of God's glory and God's requirements by not coming to Jesus. But... For those of us who have, let's rejoice today in that. And I was thinking again of the words of one of the hymns, and I'll just share the first little line with you. And this is what it says, Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. So there's our two proverbs. As vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so are the sluggards to those who send them. And verse 27 of chapter 10, the fear of the Lord adds length to life, 
but the years of the wicked are cut short. Let's be reassured by the fact that we can, and if we have accepted Jesus, then we do have eternal life through what he has done. Let's just pray. Our Father, we thank you for this time, and we ask that as we go forward this day, we will go in your strength, and that we will be guided by you and by your word. And our Father, we now just commit each other into your presence now, and we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, further for your prayers today, uh, think of tools for a mission. Um, I've spoken about them before. You can actually uh, find out about them on uh, Facebook if you have Facebook. Just key in tools with a mission and you'll be able to learn more about them there. But they are trying to um, come back into operation after the coronavirus. So just pray for the difficulties that they will have, the same as everybody will have as they seek to go back to what is their, their work and their mission um, and that they do it in a uh, safe and secure way from the coronavirus. So there's just a few things to think think about today. Do pray for Tools with a Mission and other missionaries who are now trying to start up their operations but in a safe and a coronavirus free way. So, um, I'll be back tomorrow, and in the meantime, may God continue to bless you. Bye now.